G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You might have noticed that many Christians worldwide stand in solidarity with the nation of Israel. But there is a new controversy brewing when Israel makes a step that sounds a little controversial. Many immediately start to protest Well, some developments where the World Council of Churches and the Middle East Council of Churches have appealed for the European Union to stand against what is being called annexation by the State of Israel of occupied Palestinian territory known as the West Bank. Let's get some insights into a Christian perspective on the international developments and the growing controversy. Cornelis Kant is Executive Director of Christians for Israel International. Cornelis joining us. Cornelis, welcome along to 2020. Well, thank you. Thank you. Cornelis, Christians don't always see eye to eye. What are your thoughts around the World Council of Churches taking a position that is against Israel's move to impose levels of law in the West Bank? Well, our problem is not that the World Council of Churches um, opposes this uh, proposal of Israel, but the way they are acting is our problem. And the problem is that the World Council of Churches has a long track record history of opposing Israel. Um, They uh, never um, stood up and let their uh, voice hear when the Palestinian fire rockets from Gaza to Israel. The church was silent when, with EU-sponsored money, Palestinians... Uh, give bonuses to terrorists who kill Jews. Uh, The church was silent when, uh, by EU-sponsored money, the school books full of hate are teached at the schools in the Palestinian areas. But when Israel makes a move, then suddenly the World Council of Churches is protesting. And that's our problem. The World Council of Churches never recognized Israel as God's people, but only saw Israel as a, as a block, as a hinder to uh, peace for everybody. So we think that if the World Council of Churches has a problem with Israel's uh, planned step, then they should go to the Israeli government or to the Israeli prime minister or to the Israeli ambassador in their country but not go to European politicians to call for sanctions and boycotts. That's our problem, the attitude of the church towards the Jewish people. To your knowledge, has the World Council of Churches ever before called for a government to impose economic sanctions on a country? What are your thoughts here? Um, I tried to find it on their website. I 
could not find um, a moment in history that the World Council of Churches were, were appealing for boycotts and sanctions. Mostly they um, appeal for helping um, refugees, refugees, uh, poor people, uh, African countries, their financial problems and so on. But Israel uh, has a negative bias, a negative focus uh, of the World Council of Churches and it has everything to do with the long back history of replacement theology and not recognizing the Jewish people as God's people. Um, and we do not say that Israel is doing everything, what is, is, that everything what Israel is doing is okay. Also, in Israel, people make mistakes or make controversial um, plans, but then you have to go to the, to the Israeli government or the prime minister, but not to politicians to play for and to appeal for a boycott. That's our problem. And mainly in Europe we have that problem because it's only 80 years ago that in Germany the government um, made um, a, a decree uh, that it is forbidden to buy a Jewish store, a Jewish stop was that in German, well, what the World Council of Churches is now doing is saying to the world, don't buy products from Israel. Well, that's for a church, a shameful step. Cornelis, what about the timing of what's happening now with Israel's plans to the what is being called annexation in the West Bank? Is there a timing at this present moment, given that there is a a peace plan process that has begun. What are your thoughts on the timing? Well, I think that um, when Israel sets a controversial step, the timing is always bad because Israel is already confronted with neighbors and the Palestinian Authority that doesn't recognize Israel. That's already for decades the case. So you can say the timing is always a bad timing and there's never a good timing. I think that Israel will set this step because now they have President Trump who uh, supports this because this is a part of Trump's peace plan. Uh, so I think that's why Israel is going to set this step at the moment. But you can say timing is always bad because uh, there should be a peace plan and a peace process but Palestinians already for more than 10 years uh, refuse to come to the negotiation table to talk about the future peace plan. So they keep on refusing to come because sitting on the table and making a peace plan, that also implies recognition of Israel's legitimate existence. And that's for a Palestinian leader always a bridge far. Um, so this this peace, so-called peace process um, seems to struggle on and never ends with a real um, peace plan. That that that's the problem. So Israel feels that it now has to set a step um, forward, uh, a controversial step. That that's right. And also Christians are divided on this, Jews are divided, also Palestinians are divided in opinion on this step because there are many Palestinians uh, who secretly um, 
hope that Israel will set this step because it gives them a better future financially and legally than living under the Palestinian Authority. That's also a strange thing, but they cannot say this loud and clear because that's too dangerous for their lives. But uh, a Palestinian made a secret investigation last week, and that brought out that um, many Palestinians hope that Israel will set the step because it gives them more prosperity. So it's, it's controversial, it's difficult, but our main problem is the church um, should be resilient, it should be modest regarding Israel, looking to the bad, bad history of churches over the centuries towards toward the Jewish people. So there is a Trump factor, and given that there's a U.S. election later this year, uh, Israel appears to be moving now because uh, there is more likelihood of being successful in what they're trying to do. As you say, everybody appears to be divided on the issue, and uh, even the Palestinians, where peace and prosperity is on offer. There are some that will be saying that's the sort of peace and prosperity that we need that will come with the peace plan, but there's obviously a lot of there's a lot of opposition to that. Let me ask you, Cornelis, is Israel's action likely to be, or is it even now with their plan, a heavy handed action? What are your thoughts? Well, it's difficult for me um to to have an opinion on that because uh, it's always, yeah, I don't have the full insight in what's going on in, on the desks of uh, Israeli politicians. Um, on the one hand, I hope that they will set the step um, because in the future plan, these areas also should be part of Israel. So, and it gives more uh, a legal basis for Palestinians and Jews to set their lives, to buy, build houses, to make companies, and so on. So, on the one hand, I hope Israel will set a step forward. On the other hand, uh, I hope they don't, because it gives a lot of unrest, and it gives a lot of, perhaps, fights, so nobody is, can benefit from fights. So, it's a bit double. Uh, what really shall happen, uh, I don't know. I can't see in the future, but for me... More important is that churches, and mainly the international, the, the World Council of Churches, that churches um, don't, that churches stop um, accusing and condemning Israel, but that they show more solidarity with Israel, um, and that churches should be aware that Israel is the only country in the Middle East where Christians have fully freedom in their to confess the faith. So it's uh, whatever Israel's well, whatever Israel will do, whatever step they will set in the coming weeks, I don't know, but I think the attitude of the World Council of Churches and churches in general should be more supporting, encouraging and an attitude of solidarity with Israel and with the Jewish people. Even when they have come, even when they differ of, in opinion on what Israel's policy is doing. Yes, uh, there is certainly going to be some division between Christians and how they'll see what's happening there in Israel. I wonder if we were looking 
at the actions and uh, seeing a little bit of the Donald Trump hand here, the idea of taking action in order to force the hand of the Palestinians to the peace talks table, given that there's been, uh, well, certainly for well more than a decade now, the Palestinian Authority has refused to sit down with Israel in order to reach an agreement around a peaceful solution. This idea of moving and doing something that they know will be very controversial, do you think that may well be a forcing of the hand to come around the peace deal? Yeah, that, that could be. That could be. Um, you can see that the policy of the Palestinian Authority has changed about 10, 15 years ago. Um, the time of negotiations stopped and Palestinians now uh, experience that they can reach more support from the world by complaining uh, worldwide about their situation and uh, making all kinds of caricatures of Israel's policy and Israel's politicians. Um, Palestinians feel that the support worldwide is uh, raising, is increasing in NGOs, in, in, in the United Nations and UNESCO and all kinds of organizations. So Palestinians have the idea that they gain, can gain more benefit and profit from by complaining and complaining than by negotiating on the negotiation table. It's also because a Palestinian leader realizes that when he is sitting on the table to negotiate and when a peace agreement would come, then that Palestinian leader has to recognize the legitimate existence of the state of Israel, and then he is not anymore sure about his life, and he has to flee from the Middle East not to be killed by radical Muslims. So um, it's for a Palestinian leader almost impossible to make a peace agreement with Israel and recognizing Israel's existence. So whatever step Israel sets, I doubt if that will uh, bring a peace agreement more nearby. It, it, it's my doubt. I, I don't know. Yes. Uh, Cornelius, uh, just let me ask you, just a clarity on the end of our conversation here, the idea of the World Council of Churches opposing Israel doing what is being considered to be an annexation of the West Bank. Should Christians here be taking sides at all? Are we at risk of actually entering into our own uh, internal tensions uh, between church movements? Uh, what are your thoughts here about Christians taking sides? Yeah, well, um, I think um, Christians do not have to, to, to make an opinion on this. They don't have to back or support every step that the Israeli government is doing. Christians may be divided. That's not a problem. Um, the problem is more, what is the attitude towards Israel? When Christians have a problem with Israel's step, well, then go to the Israeli ambassador in your country and tell him that you are very worried about what Israel is doing and that you uh, make an appeal to the Israeli ambassador not to set this step. That's free for Christians to do. But... My problem is that churches uh, condemn Israel when Israel sets a step, but that they are silent when Palestinians attack Israel by stabbing, by bomb attacks. 
and uh, preaching hate. When Iran preaches last week, Iran religious leader preached and declared that the state of Israel should be destroyed. Well, and then churches are silent. But when Israel sets the controversial step, churches are the first to complain and to call for boycott or sanctions. And that's uh, that's very terrible. For me, Christians may divide in opinion, and they don't have to support Israel in every step it's, it's making. But show a general solidarity with the Jewish people and let your voice hear when, raise your voice when Israel is under attack or under hate by Palestinians. But if you keep silent, then also keep silent when Israel sets a step. That's the main problem. Cornelis, thanks so much for your insights today. Stay in solidarity with Israel, even if you feel you may be divided on the action that they may be taking. And uh, I sense you're saying here uh, this may be part of a bigger picture that is not immediately seen too. Cornelis Kant is the Executive Director for Christians for Israel International and uh, on the line from the Netherlands today. Uh, Cornelis, let me point people to the website c4israel.org. That's C, the number 4, israel.org. That's the website for Christians for Israel International. And no doubt there'll be listeners who might like to get some deeper insights into some Christian commentary around the developments that are going to be uh, obviously more prominent in the news over the coming weeks. Cornelis, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. Yeah, thank you, Neil. And uh, they are people who are interested in uh, our information and also the legal information. They can also go to the Christians for Israel Australian website where they can find all the information. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.